You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You've now tuned in to the Drawing Board Podcast, a powerful, thought-provoking discussion where we talk about family, relationships, ministry, community, and career. Let's see what exciting guests we have on our show today. Thank you for tuning in to the Drawing Board Podcast. This is your host and founder, Andre Ebron, the author of The Drawing Board, the book, and the host of The Drawing Board Experience 2020, and the crowd goes wild. So let me tell you a few things. Listen, June 6, 2020, at Martin Luther King Jr. Senior High School, it will be our second annual Drawing Board Experience. We're going to have some phenomenal speakers, and even tonight we have one of our speakers on the show yes, going sir. to bring, listen, a, 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 I would love, like to say, shift your paradigm, cause you to think about your life and business in ways that you haven't viewed it, and then give you a challenge to, guess what, fully actualize your potential through intelligent and intentional effort. I want to share with you also, if you want to get, guess what, the book today, you can go on Amazon. It is available. If you live in the metro Detroit area and you like a signed copy, all you have to do is hit that inbox, DM me, and I'll make sure you get it. If you're looking for some merch, the drawing board shirts are available. If you want the drawing board podcast shirts. We have that as well. We want you to not think of us just as a show that you're watching, but we want you to think of us as family. You are a part of the Drawing Board Nation. So like I always tell you, I like to bring you quality information with quality people. And tonight is no different. Tonight is exceptional for me. I get a chance to have my family on the show. Yes, and sir. listen, I'd like to welcome tonight. Let's go ahead and give a drawing board welcome to my cousin, my family, Wally Richburg, Darius McCaskill. Yes, Put sir. your hands together. Yes, receive him. Glad to be here, brother. Oh, yeah, man. I'm glad that you're here. You made yes, that sir. trip all the way from uh, Atlanta, from Las Vegas, Vegas. Yes, sir. via Detroit, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, man, you're a native Detroiter, so yes, you're from sir. the D. All day. All yes, day. sir. All right. So, man, listen, I'm glad to have you on the mm-hmm. show. Uh, this is like, uh, for me, kind of like full circle. Like okay. my... My entrepreneurial journey is really still in its uh, its infancy stages. Okay. But, man, I kind of use you as a hallmark. Okay. And uh, I get so inspired when we talk. Right, uh, right. The tough challenges, man, that we've been through. You've right. been there through the ups, the downs. No doubt. No doubt. Uh, man, you were a groomsman in our wedding. Right, right, I'm married to right. your you know, your first cousin. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, so yes, shout sir. out to Shalice. Shout, shout out to all of the family. And... Uh, I've learned so much, man, just by watching you. So some of these things you may hear for the first time today, but, uh, man, I admire the work that you put in. I admire uh, your drive. I admire your hustle. I admire you as a family man and uh, just how you always have had, like, the potential perspective, Mm -hmm. like, that all things were possible. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I know you and love you, man. Let me share with the people uh, how awesome, you know, you are and the impact that you're having. Right. So Darius Wally McCaskill is an entrepreneur, husband, and father of three. He prides himself on his relentless drive and ambition. While studying at the American University of Dubai, Darius began his journey in international business while advising Middle Eastern companies on Western trends. Over the past years, Darius has launched multiple successful ventures and is highly regarded by clients and businesses, business professionals in the sports and entertainment industries. As a new realtor with the support of his team, Mason, Atlanta and Co., Mm -hmm. Darius has leveraged his business acumen and industry relationships to launch the Sports and Entertainment Initiative for Mason, Atlanta and Co. Yes, sir. His marketing and advisory experience with professional athletes and entertainers has given him a thorough understanding of the needs of, excuse me, of the needs of these niche clients while also providing white Glove service to all. That means pristine. Pristine. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The charity he holds closest to his heart is the Climate Justice Alliance. Yes. Welcome, Darius. Pleased to be Wally here. McCaskill. Pleased to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yes, sir. 
So, man, listen, talk to me. Uh, the, you know, with the drawing board, man, I love to give people, okay. like, the journey, right? Right, right. So, man, how did you, like, did you always have an entrepreneurial spirit? Like, when did you first know that entrepreneurship would be the key to unlock the wealth for your future? Okay. So, uh, appreciate you for having me again. Um, when did I know I was going to be an entrepreneur? I want to say probably about seven years old. Okay. Uh, could be a little bit younger. Uh, my father always, used to always say that I was a businessman. I was a young businessman. I'll give you like a real short story. Um, see, when I was around seven, my father created one of those, you know, those swings with the tire and you got the uh, rope at the top of the tree. Right. And then, you know, so the kids used to come over and they used to swing on it. And then my father said he came outside and he saw this, this long line and he was like, <laughs> What's going on? And he was like, and he saw me standing outside with a box, and it was bottles, bottles in there, and I was charging children to swing, to swing <laughs> on the on the swing. Right. I was taking bottles, you know. Then in Michigan, you know, you do the ten ten cents, so I would get the bottles. Oh, they also pay ten cents, and um, they'll pay ten cents in cash. So. From there, that's to my point. Um, I've always been a very enterprising young man. Right. From there, I graduated to selling fireworks. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, we, our family used to take the trip down south uh, for the holidays. I'll come back up and sell those fireworks. Like, you know, not the crazy ones, but, you know, to the kids, I guess. Like yeah, the, but the I, MAs, yeah. you know. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but um, then from a newspaper. So I've always had that entrepreneurial perspective on my life. Uh, my mother used to always say it, um, and I always just believed in basically getting your own and taking care of yourself. Oh, so. man, that's that's amazing. Uh, I feel because uh, entrepreneurial uh, adventures right. has now in this nation kind of become like the new sexy, right? Yeah, that's correct. So, yeah, that's so correct. everybody is, uh, if you see them, they may ha have a, a nine to five. Right. And what is the difference for you between being enterprising and being right. an entrepreneur. Wow. Great Do you question. think there's a difference there? Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. Um, entrepreneur, and I, I hate to use that word entrepreneur because it's been, um, it's been diluted so much. Like everyone is an entrepreneur. Like even if you're, even if you're, um, Ryan, even if you're doing Uber, you're an entrepreneur. Mm. And you see, you go on Instagram, you go on Facebook, everybody wants an entrepreneur. Like you said, it's the new sexy. Right. But for me, enterprising, it's a lifestyle. Okay. Like when I tell you, like I embody that lifestyle and a lot of people that I'm around embody that lifestyle. That means that I'm not an entrepreneur just when the economy is doing good. I'm not an entrepreneur just when I got this contract. No, I'm an entrepreneur when I'm crying and I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to pay these bills when it was ups and downs. And it's like, Oh wife, I don't, I don't know how we're going to do this. Um, should I pay the house note? Or should I pay for my office? You right. know what I mean? Like, that's an entrepreneur to me. And that's at the core. So I believe, honestly, that it is a, um, it's a, it's a whole lifestyle. Like, when you decide to really become an entrepreneur, you let, you let go of fear. And that's for me. Like, I believe, like, you really honestly let go of that fear of, you know, I have a nine to five. How am I going to take care of my family? You learn to believe in yourself. And then that inner belief, knowing that I'm going to be taken care of every day, whether I'm going to eat three fish today or I'm going to have 10 fish tomorrow. I just know in my heart that I'm going to be good. And then you get that in your mind and then you just move forward. And that's all, that's how I learned how to do it. So walk me through that. Like what, walk me through that process. How, how do you release the fear? How do you, like, how do you right. engage, I guess, right. release the fear, right. engage the faith. Right. right? So right. how do you, how do you, how do you do that? If one was saying like, yeah, I have this dream because, you right, know, when right. I when I hear about people talk about entrepreneurship, they immediately equate it to dreams. Right. 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 Uh, I hear people kind of graduated now. They, right. They've gone from dreams to visions. Right. 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 But how do you let go of that fear? Right. Of, That's a good question. Like having a viable, like self-sustaining right. life right. of a nine to five right. to really like jumping into being that enterprising right. person. How do right. you do that? Well, I would say a lot of learning to let go of a lot of fear. Happened when I was younger, growing up on East Side Detroit. Um, you know, it was always something that was popping off, right? And a lot of different circumstances allowed me. I probably wouldn't be here today 
but I'm yeah, but I am here today. Right. And I figured in my mind that if I'm here today and it must be for a reason, then all of the stuff that I encountered at a younger age, that's nothing compared to me saying, you know what? I don't need this job. I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to learn this and I'm going to move forward. What's the worst that can happen to me? What's the worst that can happen to me? Right. My, um, We don't eat that day. Well, I went through that before. You know what I mean? And I went through that and it was, it was hard. But that was the part that pushed me to the edge where it's like, you know what? You can really do whatever you want to do. Like you can move forward and you really don't have to have this so-called safety net. Like to me, that safety net is, is fictitious. Right. And, um, and I'll give you a, um, a quick example. When I was 30 years old, I said, you know what? I'm going to, I need to just release everything. And I had a fear of heights. I was like, let me, I'm going to skydive. And I remember going up there and I'm looking <laughs> down, bro. Right. And I'm like, and I'm scared on my mind, bro. But I just knew I was like, it's only two things that can happen. Either I'm going to die. Oh, I'm gonna fly. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Let's go. And the guy was just like, on the count of three, one, two, ooh. Then he pushed me before three so I couldn't react. Right. And that was the most magical experience that I had in my life, bro. I was literally flying. And it did something to my mind. It was like, geez, that's how life works. Is either I can fly or I can have this fear of dying. Which one is gonna happen first? Right. Me flying or this fear of dying? And I started just getting that in my mind. And I really started understanding, like, it was just that fear that was holding me back. You know what I mean? Like, when I jump, when it's time to jump on the phone, time to make a sales call, time to pitch someone, trying to get this contract, it's that fear that holds people back. What if they say no? Jumping out of plane was like, whoa, this is way worse than somebody saying no. Right. So it started, you know, so I tricked myself a lot. You know what I mean? I used these things to kind of push me to the next level, so... But I think that I think that that's creative, right? Right. So you create your own like device mm-hmm. in order to build a stronger overcoming. Spirit. Absolutely, absolutely. And so what I also loved about what you said was when you some people look at their past and the things that they've went through as a reason to not try. Right. And right. for you, it gave you the spirit to say, "Why not try?" Right. Yeah. Right. So I've experienced right. this before. Right. And right. I'm here. Right. So if I experience it again, I know that I can make it past exactly. it. In fact, I'm even greater, greater equipped right. to overcome the challenge because right. I've already seen this right. before. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So listen, for all of my entrepreneurs out there, for all of those days that you didn't know if you're going to make payroll, you didn't know whether where to allocate your money, but you were choosing to live by faith, like you've gone through some of the worst of it. Right. Absolutely. So why not? Overcome that fear. And I hear my man Les Brown in my ear mm-hmm. saying that fear is an acronym yeah. that says false, false evidence appearing appear real. real. Yes, sir. So listen, you got to make sure you shake that fear. And if you are an entrepreneur operating in fear, let me tell you what you're really doing. You heard what Darius said. He said you're limiting your opportunities. That's right. You're limiting so, your potential. And your potential. So talk to me, D. There are a mm-hmm. lot of kids out there, a lot of kidpreneurs, right? Right, right. A lot of parents who are not entrepreneurs, right. let's say you're raising a kid right. like yourself right. who, right. you know, they may have the box out there. Right. They're creating right. ways, you know, right. to generate income right. and they're using their mind. Like, what is the best advice you have for a parent that's raising an entrepreneurial child? Ooh, that's a good question. And um, actually, me and my daughter, we, we go we go back and forth with that. Um, one of the things that that I, that I see, like even with my daughter. And I'm always giving her, oh, you should do this because I, I'm, I can always see these opportunities. I'm like, you in school? I'm like, yeah. Your dad owns this screen printing shop. Uh, you can make these. Oh, dad, we can't sell stuff in school. Yeah, you just get them to your website, and you know what I mean. But right. she's like, no. Nah, nah. But then when I had to learn, like that's me. Right. That's how I am. That's how I think. We're brought up. We're brought up in two different worlds. You know what I mean. Right. My daughter is a lot more in a lot more comfortable position than I was growing up. So I let her just do herself. I just let her just you know just basically just move forward. And then she'll come to me, and she'll say, "If you do this, and you did this, 
I bet you can get another client from that. And I'm like, whoa, where did you get that from? Right. You know what I mean? So I'm in here. I'm saying, oh, maybe you should look at selling products. And she's giving me strategy. She's telling me about how I can leverage another client to get to this client and and keeping me up to breast on who's the popping clients or, you know what I mean, like who we need to target. Right. And, and I said, you know what? You know, you, what you're doing is you're, you're a consultant. You know what I mean? So right. truth be told, like my daughter actually, she's, and I, and I, and now I'm not going to say the client's name, but my daughter actually did help me secure a client because I had no idea about this client. And she put me in the realms and put me in our mind frame to actually secure that client. So I think the thing is just to let your, your children just be themselves because every day they're growing right. and you just keep on feeding them. Like, my daughter knows what time it is when she hit listen to Think and Grow. Or I have, I'll be playing Think and Grow Rich or, um, I have her reading, uh, The Magic of Believing. She's like, I don't want to read this. It's okay. You don't got to read. Just read a page today. Right. Just read a page today because it, it, it'll stick with you. It'll come back tomorrow and when you need it. So I think, you know what I'm saying? Just give them a little and then fall back on them and let them do their thing, you know, and eventually it will manifest itself, you know. Yeah, I love that, man. What what I uh, was receiving while you were talking, man, is like no one can force a flower to bloom. Right. That's right? true. That's true. And Absolutely. Like, and what you're saying is this: continue to provide them what they need. Right. And they'll bloom. They'll bloom. Yeah, in they'll, due season yes, or, sir. you know, in their timing. Yes, sir. And uh, one of the things that uh, about the flavor of entrepreneurship that you bring to the mm-hmm. table is uh, it's like the amalgamation of so many strengths. Right. Right. So being from right. Detroit, Michigan. Right. Living in a populace like Atlanta, right, right. Uh, having had experience, you know, and living over uh, overseas in right, Dubai, right. like you bring a perspective. Right. Uh, I remember right. us talking uh, years ago, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest, I wasn't even ready to engage in that level right. of thinking. I was looking right. for uh, a ring right. uh, when we were getting ready right. to get engaged, right. Right. and you were like, "Well, yeah, Dre, I know this prince," and I was yeah. like. Bro, you know a prince. You know, right? <laughs> and so, you know, uh, and I think that it was so dynamic, man. So talk to me about like how how can we take entrepreneurs entrepreneurs from like just thinking locally to thinking globally? Right, yeah. right. And I'll say the number one thing, bro, and this is what I tell my children, I tell everybody that asks me questions similar to this. Reading. Okay. Period. Hands down, bro, reading changed my life. People like, I always ask me, how did you end up going to college in Dubai? I picked up the Forbes, and I was reading. Whether it's the Forbes magazine, whether it's Robert Kiyosaki, whether it's Tony Robbins, whether it's Think and Grow Rich, whether it's Napoleon Hill, whether it's I'm always looking for free information because people have already experienced certain things. They went up, they went down, and then they put that in a book, and they gave it to me. And I'm like, oh, snaps. Like, I don't have to go through this. I can really read this. And it could propel my life. That's a no brainer. So I'm saying all that to say by reading it also, I mean, it opens so many doors for me. Every morning I read the Wall Street Journal. Why? Because it's something that I'm going to need right then at that time. Probably not. But when I'm sitting down with a client, regardless of their creed, their nationality, their business, their industry or whatever, I may have that little nugget that I just read that I can form that conversation and it can take our relationship to the next level. So reading has always been one of the things that have always um, enabled me to open new doors and, you know, and just also just help me imagine new things and see new things. Like I didn't know what I was, what I was going to be experiencing when I went to Dubai. I'm like, Oh, they still on camels. What's going on. I had absolutely no idea. I knew about Dubai probably about four months before I moved over there. And this is 2002. This is before everybody knew about Dubai. Right. You know, um, went over there, met the most beautiful people. Um, my wife went, went there as well. We went to school together. Um, like I said, met the most beautiful people, met the richest people. And, you know, and to find out that they're just like me, they're just like you. Yes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And they're always willing to help people. They're always willing to give you the game. And from there, I started learning and understanding that 
life is all about experiences. You know what I mean? You can't just shut yourself down and say, oh, I'm going to be committed to this area and think that you can grow. If you're just really locally and you're thinking locally, you can't go global. Right. You can't, period. And I see that uh, I was having a conversation with uh, a group of people and we were talking about creating an impact strategy. Right. 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 And when they were thinking about this impact strategy, Mm -hmm. they were only thinking about leveraging uh, their immediate audience, right? right, right. And I was like, you, you can't keep putting the same ask right. on right. the same right. group. Right. I said, so right. we had to have a tiered strategy right. locally, regionally, right. nationally, and globally, right. Right. right? Absolutely. And I said, when we create that, I said, man, that is what will cause us to expand. And you right. have to figure out what part of your brand right. will each one of those markets mm-hmm. embrace, right? Mm-hmm. So, man, we were doing that. And I was thinking, and I literally, because mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I sometimes I'm watching you move. Sometimes right. we get a right. chance to talk. Right. But like what really blessed me was I was at a meeting or whatever. And the gentleman says, uh, you have to determine what conversation you're going to be a part of. Mm-hmm. This is what he says, right? right? right. And I remember you and I mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. and... Uh, some of you was like, Dre, you got to figure out who to talk to. Right. Right. And so, of course, I was like, OK, so I'm listening. Now, I haven't been right. treated because it, right. it, it resonated familiar. Right. He said wealth is a conversation right. and poverty is a conversation. Right. Right. You have to determine what conversation mm. you're going to be a part mm. of. Absolutely. So then I go back and I start a- analyzing, you know, so then I go biblical. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what is the actual meaning of conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in the Bible, conversation and lifestyle mm-hmm. are, you know, translated mm-hmm. the same. Right, right. So it was like, you know, right. let don't be of, you know, any corrupt conversation, right? right? Don't right. have. And so I was right. like, oh man, this right. is a powerful spiritual right. it principle. Is. It is. And it so, is. man, what, what would you encourage? Like, how do you, if you are not knowledgeable about certain things, mm-hmm. not knowledgeable, mm-hmm. but if you haven't entered into certain levels of conversation, right? Simply, I'm asking, man, how do you level up? How do you put yourself in a position to have Uh, this conversation? Good question. Good question. Um, We already touched on reading. That's definitely one. Um, And then to kind of backtrack, and what your question is, one of my favorite Bible scriptures, Romans 12, too. Yeah. And it's be um, transformed by the renewing of your mind. Oh, yeah. I've learned that to be true in so many facets, and that's because— when I started my, one of my first businesses, which was um, Soul, Soul Monkey, Monkey. Soul yeah. Monkey. It was crazy. Took my company from zero to a million dollars in like, what was it, like three years. I had absolutely no idea on what I was doing, what I was doing. Right. But what I did do, I reached out to the guy that I used to buy sneakers from, got an internship. Ironically, he went out of business. He said, hey, do you want this stuff? Cool. I got the stuff. Right. Um, got my own location. Next thing is I started reading up, started calling all of these um, different sneaker stores outside of the state. I didn't call any, didn't call any inside Atlanta right. because they're going to see the competition. Yeah. So they gave me the game. So I started getting on a wavelength. And that's the thing. It's like. You want to change? You want to get in those conversations? Get on that same frequency. You have to get on that frequency. Um, I'll tell you this. Like, I love cars. You know, I'm not, am I going to go out and buy a G-Wagon right now? No, probably not. But I read all about the G-Wagon. So when I'm talking to my clients, a lot of different athletes, we talk about the G-Wagon. We'll talk about the, we'll talk about the Bentley truck. We'll talk about the uh, Royce Royce truck. Whatever. I'm on that wavelength. Right. You have to get on that wavelength. You have to understand that wavelength because that wave, that frequency is just like radio. That frequency is going to it's going to connect you to who you need to connect to, who's all on that same frequency. And I learned that to be true in so many ways. And a lot of things just don't happen. It's because you get on that frequency. So that's true. Like uh, so for the listeners uh, to give you an example, have you ever been in an airport or you might be. Uh, just walking through, like, let's say you're at the grocery store right. and you happen to connect or catch eyes with somebody. Mm-hmm. And it seems like you all may know each mm-hmm. other, but really you're just on that same, same frequency. frequency. Right. And you know that there's something, there's a similitude about right. what you have in common right. exactly. based upon exactly. as everybody's saying it now, but the vibes that you, you right. know, that you emanate, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, the vibrations that that's, right. that's exactly what you yeah, that you're giving that's off. True. 
And so, I mean, like-minded individuals are drawn to those mm-hmm. who know. Right. And I think uh, for, like, creating a strategy of going mm-hmm. to that next level, right. uh, from what I'm listening to, to what you're saying is make sure that you're knowledgeable about the frequency right. you want to be right. on, right. but also put yourself in a position to learn. Right. Exactly. Like, going to your next level exactly. as a learner. Exactly. And so many people, especially those who... You know, got the business cards mm-hmm. fresh, got the right. flyers fresh, right. Right. got a little bit of merch or something right. like that. Right. You go into the next level trying to teach, right? As right. opposed right. to oh, going yeah. to the next level. Oh yeah, you see that so mu- you see that so much now. I just a funny story that um, a company had hired my company to build their website, put together their business. I mean, everything from A to Z. We put together their whole business model, strategy, and everything. Six months later. I see them running ads on Instagram about how they can set your business up and how that they can. um, And this is a whole different. This was like a fashion company, how they were actually trying to teach people how to be entrepreneurs and set that. And I'm like, wow, like you just started six months ago. And but then again, that's the social media thing. It's like for me, I believe. Where's your 10,000 hours? Where's your 10,000? Right. Like put, put it put in the work. Yeah. Put in the work. I've been at this since I was 18 years old. Like I started my first business when I was 18 years old. Like to the point where take it to a level, scale it. Economy hit me. I mean, economy went bad. Hey, had to get myself back up. Went to grad school. You right. know what I mean? Put in the work every time. Um, internships. You know what I mean? How whatever I can do to make myself valuable. So when I give someone some information, there's no question of my my capabilities, my understanding on the information that I'm giving you. Right. I'm giving you this because I went through this. I'm not I can't make up anything. I'm not listening to some podcast from someone else and hearing a story and trying to, oh, here you go. I just heard this, so let me get this to you. No, I'm telling you real life. Right. Like I battled with I my professors yeah. in school all the time about how nah 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 that, that book stuff don't work. That's not working. I'm telling you real life. I've been doing this since 18 years old. You know what I mean? You can give me the book knowledge. That's cool. I, I accept it. Right. But when it comes down to how you going to eat, and it's going to comes out how are you going to get this client and that book hasn't that book is 2018 and we're in 2020 and social media trends have changed, marketing trends have changed and it, and the way of getting clients have changed. What am I supposed to am I supposed to look look at that book and believe that book? So, you know, it's all about um it's all about just really just learning and, and getting a thorough understanding. So. Now here I got a question for you. How how much uh or how important is character in business? <laughs> character is everything. You know that, bro. Oh, I know. You know that. But I think you it, know that. Sarah. It's funny because when I when I look at certain people's businesses, mm-hmm. and I've had, and I'm sure I mm-hmm. know you have. Mm-hmm. When I sit back long enough, I I look at their business. I can see all of their positive attributes mm-hmm. magnified, mm-hmm. and generally, what I see mm-hmm. in the process oriented portion, right. I'll right. get a chance to see their deficits right. magnified. Right, right, right. and right. so literally, the business is an extension of right. the character of oh, the person yeah. running it. And so, yes, that is. That, and I think people think that their business and themselves uh, are like two different entities. entities right. And just because right. you file, you right. know, incorporation right. and you have an EIN right. and all right. you have all of that. Right. No, what this is, is right. Andre Ebron, Darius right. McCaskill right. Right. magnified right. within Absolutely. a certain industry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So talk I mean, to me about that. Shoot. I mean, get to someone, get to the website. You have most common website. You have your about us or your ethos. Your services, your products, contact us. And here it speaks. I mean, usually when you set up a website, it goes in that order. Right. And once I hit that home, once I hit the home page, my next very next page is the ethos. Tell me about this company. Yeah. Tell me because people buy from people. People don't buy from companies. People buy from people. That's why influencers are so popular. You know what I mean? Companies are leveraging influencers to sell products. Like what is what story? Does this individual tell tell me that I can relate to? You know what I mean? Like that's why that's why I mess with the drawing board experience. I mean because yes, not only I understand what the drawing board experience is, but not only that is you incorporate like 
it's so it's so intertwined in your your character, and yeah. I know how your character is. So it's like, okay, do I if I'm if I'm with this company, if I'm with this company, and you're gonna move and you're moving forward, would you be a company that I would invest in? I know your character. Yes, your character. So if I know your character, your company is pretty similar to your character. So will I be willing to put money up? Yeah, probably so, because I know your character. And I know that you're going to try your hardest to make sure that this company grows. And then also, without hearing negative feedback or bullcrap reviews, they may say, oh, this person just took this from me and they didn't give me this. I know that you're willing to give more value. Just look at the podcast here. You're willing to give, you're, more, you're willing to add more value. So that's what I look at, man. It's like the ethos talks to me, man. You know, it, it, it just talks to me because you know that a person's character is who you're going to be dealing with, you know? And, yeah, and it's and it's interesting because you can dress it up whatever oh, way yeah. you want to. Oh, yeah. But that character comes, yeah. like, yeah. beaming through, yeah. right? Yeah. And so here, here's my next question. Uh, and I want to know, for you, what is the most important part of business? <laughs> The money. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, I no, uh, no. Um, the most important business, bro. Uh, it's hard to say because, man, to me, honestly, business. And I was just, I was just talking to my pops about this too. It's like a sport. Okay. Like really, like it is literally like a sport. When I tell you, I I love business. You know, I I'm a very competitive person. Mm-hmm. Um, played basketball, football, ran track, did did all of that, you know. Um, due to my five eight frame, you know, um, <laughs> right. I didn't see myself going past. Um, well, I did play play overseas right. in college, but going to the league, nah, that wasn't happening. Yeah, football, nah, I was too small, you know. So I always view business as my opportunity for me to engage in this. This 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 battle, you know, like yeah, yeah. I, I love it yeah. because the thing is, as an athlete goes out and they hit the gym, they're running. I get to do that with my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. That's when I started learning how to uh, run long distance because it was all mental. I used to hate running, you know what I mean? Like I used to absolutely hate it till I started putting up eight miles, ten miles, and I'm like, wow, I didn't know I was doing this. This was all in, it was in my mind, right? So. When you take that and you transform that into business, yeah. even from the from the point where you run into when you run into like they call it a wall, you run into the wall. When you hit like you you just running, you hit your third or fourth mile, boom, you run into that wall. Then it's up. Now it's mental. Then right. it's up to, to you to get past that mentally. So I take that and I put that into business, and you just see like deals getting done. You know what I mean? Uh, sales being made lives being changed you know what i mean like this is a it, it, it's exciting you know what i mean it's exciting and then you think about not only the money you make but the freedom freedom the freedom like yes. seriously like am i going to make all of this money and then take this money and buy a bunch of things i just gave up my freedom you know what i mean right i like to take take this money make this money reinvest it more freedom. More people can get more free. So you know what I mean? I use like the I mean, to me that's like the that's the dream that Martin Luther King had right there. That's right. Economic, you know what I mean? Yeah. Economic freedom. Freedom. If you can give freedom to each person when they say, you know what, when I wake up at six o'clock this morning, I don't have to go punch in this clock. I can use this and from when I'm using this, I can pass this down to my children. And so on and so on. So now you're creating generational wealth. That's right. You know what I mean? So that's something that I very, very, very much value because it changes everything. Like, I can't think of last time I had to ask somebody if I'm to go on a vacation, you know, and I take my laptop to Thailand and I'm working. You know what I mean? So to me, and don't get me wrong, it took a lot to get to where where I am. But to me, that's everything. That's everything. Like, you can't you can't buy that. That's everything. That's freedom. Freedom. You know, and, man. For me, my whole entrepreneurial journey is to create a space of freedom. Right. Like for my family right. to increase the 
the options. Right. Like not right. be relegated or forced into any profession. Right. Based upon necessity. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like exactly. And, and you know, like sometimes yeah, necessity generally some people have the idea that necessity is what drives creativity sometimes. Right. But right. until you get to a place of freedom where now you're able to create from just a free place right like that right. Th- that right. pressure or that freedom right. to create from that space right. is on a, it's a it's whole another frequency yeah, it is it's it a is. whole another level it is and it uh, is. for those of you who have had an opportunity to achieve that even like in some small spaces mm-hmm. um you know to to shift your paradigm to literally right. like change right. your mind right. about right. how you will right. live right Absolutely. like to live on your own terms to be to break out of the mode of conditioning, mm-hmm. like because literally what it is, we've been conditioned to live yes. and think a certain yes. way. Yes, and, absolutely. And so, man, look, entrepreneurship it seems to be a trend mm-hmm. that people are using to mm-hmm. now break mm-hmm. the mold of mm-hmm. the traditional thought. Yeah, that's because the economy is good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's because right. the economy is good. Yeah. But you didn't hear you didn't hear all that entrepreneurship talk. When uh, back in two thousand nine, yeah, yeah. two thousand eight, two thousand nine, right. yeah. you didn't you didn't hear it like that. Right, you didn't. But now the economy's good. Stock stock is rising. Stock prices are rising. Money is flowing. Banks banks are lending. Yes, Start yes, sure yes. Yeah. People right would talk plan. about it. But when you get down to it, like I said, it got it has to be a lifestyle change, bro. Right, it has to be a lifestyle change. You have to really like for me. I like call my wife and ask her. I literally brainwash myself, bro. Yeah. Like I would read, read, read over and over and over till it gets inside of me to the point where that's where like some people have to force themselves to believe positive. My mind already goes to glass half full. Right. Because or what's the opportunity? Because after you're doing it repeatedly, 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 it's like riding a bike. You know, you get to the point where it's like, hey, I go on this. I know all is well. Even if all doesn't end well, all will be well. All will be well. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't lose. You know what I mean? You just, you, you're going to gain knowledge. You're going to learn. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to win or I'm going to learn. But I'm not going to lose. Right. You know what I mean? Period. And when you really sit back and you think about life in that type of way, it's like, you, and I guarantee you ask everybody's situation, did you lose? No one really lo- loses because you probably wouldn't be here right now. You'd probably be dead if you lost. That's right. You know, you gain some. You, you, I guarantee you, you gain some type of insight right. in something. That's that, And if you utilize that insight correctly, you'll get to that next level. Right. You know, so. so I always challenge all of my guests, right? right? So I'm sitting here, man, and just soaking up what you're saying. Right. I would love to get a either either a book right. or some type of training. Right. And for entrepreneurs called All Will Be Well. All will be well. That's what's up. You know, all and, will and be just, well. Yeah, yeah, all will be well. Yeah. And uh, it gives you like it stokes your fire. Right. It gives you the encouragement necessary. Right. And it challenges you to go back. To that, to what fortifies you mm-hmm. to keep moving, mm-hmm. and I also was thinking, man, and I, you know, here, here, are my urban proclivities kicking mm-hmm. up, right? Okay. So when you were talking, I just heard like some bars when you were talking about uh, deals being done, yeah, sales being made, you yeah. know, what? yeah, you always spit them right. bars, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know, all right, yeah, listen, yeah. So uh, just, just thinking about, man, how uh, you are utilizing all of your life experience. Right. I, right. I think that there are so many lessons right. that we leave uh, just because we forsake right. the experience, right. Right? right? So a lot of people have, and, and I've been there too, right. where you want to hurry up and get out right. of this experience, right. Right? right? right, right. But what do you lose when you rush out of the experience and what is it that mm. you miss mm. and fail to learn mm. like in your hurry? Wow. You can miss that whole jewel. That whole jewel, and um, and that's all. I, let me give you a quick, quick story on that. Um, I remember my fourth on my fourth store. Yeah, we hitting in two thousand nine. Economy just, uh, oh my lord, what's going to happen? I remember, bro. Then from there, another store didn't want to pay. They owe me like it was like sixty five k. They didn't want they didn't want to they didn't want to pay because they ordered the wrong stuff. And now it gets now it's hot 
and they have jackets, but now you want me, to, you want to send me all of this stuff back? Pay creditors? And I remember everything started coming on. Then, then the election, and it was just crazy. And I'm only like 28, something like that. And I'm just like, well, how the heck am I going to handle this? Yeah. How am I going to handle this? I remember just on the phone with my father. Man, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I got employees. I got stores. Um, I'm trying to work on this other deal. So I'm flying back and forth to Dubai, and I'm trying to do this. I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I just remember it was just, life was just so hard. It was so blurry. And I'm like, this is what I signed up for? Right. Like, this is really what I signed up for? To the point where I remember to the point where it was just like rental homes, all of that I had. And I was just like, I'm done. I don't want any of this. I got to start over. I let go. Then I end up opening up another store. But then, you know, so, and I was just like, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. And then I remember my father telling me, and I just felt like, bro, I just really felt like I was like, it was the, I couldn't handle it. I just felt like I couldn't handle it. I couldn't, like, did God bring me this far just to let me know, just like, right, hey, you can't handle it. And I was like, nah, I, I can't handle it. But I just, I couldn't see past the next day. Mm -hmm. So I remember my father telling me, he said, you know what? He was like, this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to you. Because in my life, bro, and I'll tell you the honest to God truth, I was so used to winning. I was winning all of my life, bro. Like all of my life. I never experienced a loss yeah. in business. Whether it's coming out of high school, um, basically like starting little businesses, um, Work, now, then I was working, taking my money and, and then putting it into different business and investing. I was in the stock market. I've never lost. But this was a huge loss. Four stores, employees. Of course, people going to get mad at you because now you're affecting how they eat as well. Right. So it just hit me. And my father just said, he was like, it's going to be the equivalency to your advantage. And I'm like, yeah, right. I can't wait to see how this is going to happen. Right. Just start studying. Went to grad school. Two years later, started my consulting business. And let me tell you this. Every single thing that I learned from that failure, I monetized that, bro. It took me, it took, I monetized that to a point where I exceeded what I did with that business hmm. from that failure. So I'm saying all that to say is, when people, when you sit back and you say, all right, when is going to be the perfect time for me to become an entrepreneur? And first of all, you got to determine if this is something that you really want to do. Yeah. Because entrepreneurship isn't for everybody. Right. You know what I mean? It, it, it really isn't. But if you determine this is what you want to do, be prepared for it. I'm going to tell you straight up. You can say Wally told him. Yeah. Be prepared for it. Now, when you prepare for it and you go along and you start trekking, you, you, you ready. You get, you re you feeling like you're a tank. You're going to hit something, and you're going to think it's the end of the day. It's the end of the world. Oh, but just keep on moving forward. And I promise you, I promise you that what's on that other side of the wall is going to be greater than what was on that other side of the wall. You yes. understand what I'm saying? I got you. So, so man, listen, I got, look, I got chapters in the book already. Right, right. So, listen, so, the book, <laughs> uh, All Will Be Well all by will be Darius well. Wally Richburg. Let's go. Uh, McCaskill, it is going to come. I don't know let's when. Let's go, let's but listen, go. listen, one of the chapters in the book in the middle will be See Past the Next Day. Yes. And uh, you dropped a nugget right there for all entrepreneurs monetize your failure like yes. that was that's Period. powerful that's it you know it. that is powerful that's it uh man listen we writing the book right now right, let's you know go. listen let's this, go. This you is, know how we do yeah this is great this is great information uh because i see like you know uh, a lot of what is that meme or not a meme but it's just kind of like a pick uh that they have where the guy is digging right right so right, like he's excavating right. the yeah. ground he's digging yes. and then he stops right he stops. before yes. the other side yes. right of that yes. wall yes and on the other side of that wall right. like you said so right. the, what precedes it was mm -hmm. all of the work right, right. all, all the work. of the excavating digging mm -hmm. down right and then he stops short of his victory mm -hmm. and on the other side is what he had been working for yep and the other side is you standing on that other side paying this guy 
for that excavation and all them picks and everything, all that tools that he used, and you find that little vein and you hit gold right there or you hit them diamonds because this person gave up. Right. So don't let don't be the other person. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep it going and just understand that, hey, at the end of the day, all will be well. All will be well. All will be well. Darius Wiley, Richburg McCaskill. Yes, sir. Copyright right here. <laughs> Live on, you know. So, man, I see you had his 10X hat on. Yes, sir. Yeah, 10X. 10X. 10X, right? So just came from Vegas. Appreciate it. Rocking <laughs> the merch here. All right. Man, explain to me. Uh, because 10X... Uh, is a whole movement, right. and uh, shout out to Grant Cardone. Right. Uh, right. But definitely, man, this was a step as you continue to always do right. a personal development. Right. Absolutely. How important, and I want you to talk about your experience at 10x mm-hmm. uh, after you share. How important is personal development mm-hmm. along the pathway of entrepreneurship? Wow, personal development. That's that's everything. That's everything, and. The reason why I say that is everything. Maybe if we were to go back 60 years ago, it probably, person developed, yeah, you go to school, cool. You read your couple of books, whatever. But everything is moving so fast now. Right. You got 19-year-olds coming up with ideas to take over this world. You know what I mean? You have, um, which I just, yeah, put that deposit on that cyber truck with Tesla. You got trucks that are moving faster than Formula One cars off electricity. Yeah. You got people that are going to the, everybody's trying to go to the moon. You know what I mean? Going to Mars. So if you have all of that going on and you're just standing here, you think I'm going to be successful with my limited thoughts, my limited thoughts and my ideas. No, no. You need personal development. You need motivation. You need somebody that can light that torch. Because I'm telling you, as an entrepreneur, you're not motivated 100, 110%. Every single day, you're not getting up at three o'clock without no entrepreneur or without some type of motivation. Right. You need somebody like that fire. You got to find your why. So for the personal development, what that does to me is like whether it's reading again, whether it's getting around like minds, whether it's even uh, sometimes, bro, I would I would hop on a plane and I would fly somewhere just for inspiration because I know that this market is something totally different from. The market where I coexist at, but this will open up my eye in order for me to bring something here, move it over here. That's personal development. Don't limit yourself in personal development. I mean, really, I mean, all due respect, you can go to YouTube and find so much type, so many different forms of motivation, personal development, Udemy. I mean, it goes on, it goes on and on. So don't be saying, oh, I, I don't have the funds. Right. I don't have the time. You know what you do? You make time. Make time. You make time. Yeah. And then you do things that may be free so you get to the point where you can afford to go to a conference or you can be afford to get a good coach or you can afford to um, do the things that you typically wouldn't have been able to afford, I mean, been able to do. So at the same time, my personal development, I mean, just having a conversation like this is Absolutely. personal development. Absolutely. I'm learning. Every time I speak with you, yeah. I learn. I mean, you listen, know, so. we're, we're writing the book, you know, right, right here. Right. And I'm learning, <clears throat> excuse me, I told Shalise, I said, man, I get I get so inspired mm-hmm. uh, when I talk to you because I know you believe what you're saying. Right, absolutely. And, that, and absolutely. like for me, that, that shapes absolutely. the whole thing. It's absolutely. like talking to someone who had, whose life is proof positive right. of what they're saying. Right. But I've seen people have success using a system, but right. still not believe. Right, right. You know, right. but when I talk to you, like, right. you believe right. this. Without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Yeah, and that, for me, ignites my faith. Right. And right. when you were talking, uh, D, I was like, man, listen, like, make time needs to be a, a chapter in the book, right? Right. Because right. I felt like the elohistic nature that's on right. the inside right. of Absolutely. us is that we're given 24 right. hours. That's right. what I'm giving. Right. But I make time. Right. You know what I, I mean? Like, exactly. And so, like, make time. yeah, so you, I'm given 24, mm-hmm. but I make time. Yeah. You know, exactly. and that takes a certain exactly. thought, you know, exactly. level of thinking. Exactly. So, yeah, everybody's given 24 hours, but not mm-hmm. everybody's given time. Right. Like, people exactly. equate time right. and say that, you know, father time or what up. Guess right. what? So, yeah, no, you're given hours. Right. But it's up to you to determine what you do with your time. your time. Right. And that's a right. whole different, it's, like, it's mindset. A whole different realm. Yeah. It so, I, I make time. You know what I mean? Right. To do. Right. And, right. and quite frankly, right. you're making time, too. Right. Whatever your priorities right. are, right. like, that's what you're making. Right. You're making that's right. time. That's right. Yeah. And, that's right. And, and if it is not well, all right. will be. All will be. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 
Yeah, you definitely. And I like what what you just said, making time. Making time. Just like how God said, let there be light. Yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, let there be light. Yeah. He's like. You're created. Like, you understand your creative force. And I think that's one of the things. um, I don't hear that a lot, too, in reference to entrepreneurship. But it's like when people say you're creative, they think, oh, you're artsy or this and that. No, you're creative. Like, my company, Creative Minds. Yes. That's not because I'm like this little artsy guy that went to Savannah College of Art and Design and I can do this. No, 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 no. Every morning, I got my notebook. I'm writing, I'm writing my chapter, my life. I'm writing my life exactly how I need my life to go. Now, if it goes this way, it goes this way. It'll probably come right back around to what I wrote it as right. because it's always done that thus far. Yeah. That's that creative nature. That's that ability that God has given to us to, yeah, create. to create. So I think a lot of times people have to really understand it's like, what, how do I utilize my ability to create? Not just in business, but create my life, create less drama from certain circumstances, uh, remove myself from these different, um, you know, just different problems and things like that. That comes from your creation and your imagination. Imagine yeah. it. Believe it. You know what I mean? Like, belief is everything. If you don't believe in yourself, I don't know who else is going to believe. Because, I mean, you're not going to come to me trying to sell something to me and you don't believe in yourself. I'll be able to spot that a mile away. That's right. So. Yeah, so. I, I tell my kids at school, man, I say from the block to the boardroom, the name of the game is respect. It is. But respect is built upon belief right. that there is something of value right. to be held in honor, right. right? Right. So right. that is Absolutely. why, yeah, listen, man, this hour has gone by fast. Right. Oh, man, it's we an got hour about, already? Yeah, we got about, listen, we got Jeez. about three minutes left. Okay. Uh, but, man, listen, I want you to tell them how they can get in touch with you. Okay. Uh, drop your socials. Okay. All of that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you can catch me on Instagram. I'm pretty active on Instagram. Instagram, Wally Richburg. That's W-A-L-L-Y Richburg. Um, Facebook, Wally Richburg. W-A-L-L-Y Richburg. Or you can shoot me an email. Um, Darius, D-A-R-I-U-S, at The Viger Group. And that's T-H-E-V-I-G-O-R-G-R-O-U-P.com. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah. That's pretty much it, you know? Well, listen. If you thought that today was phenomenal, and it was, you need to make sure that you register today. Go to Eventbrite and get your ticket to the Drawing Board Experience 2020. And the theme for that is the power of vision, see your way clear. Look, tonight you've heard about the coming books, the business opportunities, entrepreneurial training and teaching. And listen, there's even more in store. I'm not going to let the cat out the bag. So things are still in, in development. But let me share with you. This is just the genesis, the beginning of something new. Right. As I always share with you all, your future is not behind you. It is not before you. It is within you. Darius D, thank you for coming on the show, my brother. I appreciate you coming. Atlanta, Vegas to Detroit. Yes, sir. You know, man, so much love. And as my, my cousin always would say, peace. Peace.